Welcome to Exploring the Myth Podcast. Exploring the Myth Podcast. Where we'll take a dive into the dark and unknown parts of the world. Now, here with your guides, Omar, Richard, and Gene. So what's up, fellas? You want to talk about something? What are we talking about today? Let me tell y'all what we're talking about. What'd you pick? What are we doing? What's the thing? Today, we're talking about the acre It's... Hmm? The what? The acre It's spelled A-C-H-E-R-I. It's an odd name. It makes me, it makes me think of like acres of land. Yeah. Well, well, we were calling. Why would you ever think that? It's just really important for you to know that that's what I felt about it. I had to tell you. We were calling it archery, or um, that sounds Richard better. Was calling it archery. He was calling archery. it archery. archery. Throw an R in there. Etchery. And uh, to me, that doesn't sound like a being. Uh, honestly, the acre sounds kind of kind yeah, of creepy. It sounds it like it. The acre. Like it sounds Ach- like I would see that. Actually, sounds like an egg. Like I see an egg hatching. <laughs> Acre is scary. I see a lot Ooh. of land. Acre of land. So some cultures call it a demon. Some cultures call it uh, a nature spirit, which is kind of like a ghost. Um, this one website, this one source that I got it from, says <clears throat> the acre are said to be created when a young girl dies a tragic and untimely death. Her spirit, tormented and cut off too short, comes back to cause the suffering of still living people. It often targets young children, causing them the same fate and dooming them to become an achery as well. Oh, acre as well. See, I did it right there too. Yeah. Um, so that's the gist of Is there any that's the gist um, of it? So <laughs> that's scary. But is there any, um, oh, what was I going to say? I had a question. Mm-hmm. I had a legitimate question and Gene messed it up. <laughs> Classic me. Well, let me, I'll go on and okay. you think about what you're going to say. Good deal. So it usually presents itself as a small, pale, sickly young girl. If uh, the acres target is a child, they will often try to gain their trust by playing with them. If it's an adult, they'll try to appear like they're in danger or need help to try to gain their trust. Like, you know, try to, you know, seem like a sad little child. You're going to always see if it's okay. Um, They're also known to change appearances based on what will most appeal to the victim. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of crazy. They're shapeshifters as well. So I don't know. What do y'all think? I remember now what my question was. So the acre is it one that sucks in souls or is there many acres? So like every time a kid dies from abuse or mistreatment or whatever, there's an extra acre added to the world or is there one acre that takes on? It seems like they replace each other, right? No, I, from, okay. Well, from my understanding, from my research, they multiply, but it's, it's all, it's not every young girl who dies a tragic death, the death. The first acre was created and is out there causing more. So if that acre causes your death, then you become an acre as well. Is my understanding from the research I did. So you can't have so there's one main acre acre hatchery hatch hatching hatcheries. <laughs> there's one acre that first got acre that first got started 
happened to have a tragic death. And then she created other acres by targeting young children. But what if any child dies from like a bad situation, like abuse? Can they become an acre through that, even if it wasn't an acre that killed them? I honestly don't know. In my research, it, it's such an old tale and folklore that... Um, and that one's from India, I, right? This one, it, some people say it started in India and in Hindu, um, <clears throat> and some people say it started in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure where it originally originated from. But yeah, I would say India is probably the older, the older way that it's said. There's some uh, Native American... Yeah. About it too. Yeah. Um. In in the ones that I found that they they would go down and attack the whole village. Not not attack it, but they would cast this like shadow on the whole village. Yeah. Let's explain the shadow mm-hmm. thing because I, I I I want that to be under like um because we talked a little bit about um it would who it would target, but how does it unleash its bad thing? What happens? What so so okay so it like you said you you have a child that died and it's getting other accurate and it can be like a childlike form. Like we can play together and then, or Mm. it can be like, whatever your desire is, what does it do to you? What is it? So it makes sure to cast its shadow over you. And that automatically gives you an illness. It's an upper respiratory illness. It sounds weird. I know, but it starts spreading in your body and dooming you to death immediately from having the shadow over you. So, yeah, it's it's basically like a death omen. Once you are underneath the shadow, then uh, you you change. <laughs> so it's super super it, contagious too, right? It lo- super contagious. Yes, it lures you in for whatever whatever works the best. If you're a kid, it's another kid that wants to play. If you're a weirdo and like you like um, bunny shoes, they'll it'll be like bunny shoes that attracts you. Just whatever <laughs> yeah. they do to get you in the shadow, and then when you get the shadow, you get an upper rest. Is it that specific? It it says upper respiratory illness. Uh, yes, exactly. I know that th- that's why I laughed. It was like it's kind of like so specific. Uh, but you get like a horrible hacking cough, and the illness travels from your lung. It, it's breathed into your lungs immediately upon like when you feel the shadow over you. So it sounds pretty like a movie the way it happens, and it travels to your whole body, and you're doomed to death yeah it's what, so what i found oh go ahead go yeah what i found which is exactly what you said uh the demon cast its shadow like a contagious net and the falling of the acre shadow is like the breath of someone who has a highly communicable respiratory disease breathing directly into your lungs what does like that what sound happen, like like what would happen in mouth-to-mouth resuscitation <laughs> what does that sound like I don't know. A <laughs> highly <laughs> contagious <laughs> respiratory. What does that sound yeah. like? Yeah, it sounds like the acre started COVID. That's, what, that's sure. What that, does. Seriously, that's, that's that's what I thought. Oddly, <laughs> oddly specific that it's upper respiratory, and I don't know the difference between upper and lower, but I know it's a respiratory yeah. issue with COVID, and that it's highly contagious. Uh, obviously, the acre has been around before COVID, so. Don't they feed off misery too of their victims? Yes, I hadn't uh, <laughs> gotten there yet, but <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. No, Jumping no, you're ahead. fine. It's just what you said. It uh, where is it? They're said to feed and gain power from human misery. So, 
spreading death and disease allows the acaries to feed and grow more powerful. So it's pretty, pretty wild stuff. Uh, one of the other, okay. So I told y'all one, one of the legends that it comes and plays with you or presents itself as a hurt child to an adult there. I believe it's the Hindu legend of it has a kind of cooler one. I think it's kind of, I could visualize it a little bit more scarier at night when darkness falls, you hear the acre coming down the hills from the mountains and it starts singing or playing drums or, uh, and it's kind of like this faint sound that starts coming in. And if you see her dancing or if you hear the singing or drumming, then you're doomed. You don't have to be casted by the shadow. If you just have to hear it or see her, that one's pretty scary. Cause I can kind of see that in my head, like a, yeah. like a movie. Imagine so just camping she's... in the woods or like like hanging at the at the at like the river house or the cabin and you just hear some like singing randomly in the woods. Exactly. Just that's that, creepy. And then that's you see why some like random... that one kind of gives me to the willies a little bit more than than the other. The other yeah, version. that one that one seems more movie scary. But like when I think of real life, the whole being able to be whatever you desire or like whatever is gonna most likely get you to get drawn in is scarier to me. Like in like <clears throat> the fact that it's that intelligent. So it's mm -hmm. not it's not just that it has the ability to shape shift. It has the ability to look inside your mind and know what you like and then be that. That's a very yeah. powerful thing. Like that's a that's not a, even what you like. It, it, that's what, a good what point. You like want to nurture. What you'd be like, you know, nurturing towards. Whatever brings you close enough to get the shadow. Like that's yeah. That's uh, <laughs> so it's telekinesis or not telekinesis, but it's like reading minds on top of being able to shape shift, and that's uh, that's some evil shit. Well, and and so like you were saying with the spirit thing too. Some what I saw was there was spirit, and then I also saw some things that were like it was they were demons that take the form of children mm -hmm. in order to plague this out. Um. So yeah, some of it was like even if it the only the, the kid thing with me is like okay, so you died a horrible death, and I like in my mind that those children are like special angels that are taken care of and treated better in the afterlife because they had a horrible death or something like that. It's like yeah. a double death to be doomed to like and now, <laughs> now after this horrible death from abuse or neglect or like whatever just horrible parents now you get to go take the lives of other little kids that's it just seems making it a demon it, feels better it, to me to like yes a yeah, demon. That's a good point yeah. it does seem more demon like to have that hostility like you're right that the spirit was or the person was doomed to a young untimely death so therefore they're going to come back and avenge you know Avenge what? They're just going to just right. take it out on all the other little happy children. That's kind of, that's a good point. It sounds evil. It does sound evil. It's not just a ghost. It's, right. it's a, it sounds more. Well, with, a, with a lot of those myths, like if it is, if it is a spirit or like a specific person coming back, there's usually something you do to bring it upon you. So it's like a consequence. But from what mm. I read, there was no, there's nothing you do or did that there's a consequence for the acre to come get you. It just came, it was just like, I want to well, kill just, little kids. 
you did. You were just happy and living a normal, right. great childhood. That's all you did. There's no like, well, you stuck your hand in the well and yeah. everyone knows not to do that. So the acre is probably going to look for you. Or like the freaking Brugaru, or if you didn't do your, <laughs> if you didn't do your, uh, what is it, Lint, it would come and kill you. Like, there's no, there's nothing that I read that brought upon the acre other than it just comes at anyone, anyone it feels like, and just children. And that seems mm -hmm. more evil. That it, like spirits and a specific girl or a specific little boy that died a horrible death or whatever. I don't know. It just, it just, why would they be like, how do we know? They would have to have been evil already. Like, so were they evil kids and they deserve to die? And then like their evilness carried over. But most of the time, like those are heart heartbreaking stories. Like, and you'll always hear, you know, there's documentaries or like news stories and you hear like, they, she was the sweetest girl and she didn't deserve this. And like, it's always like the most sweet kids and that they never deserve it. And so all mm -hmm. of a sudden when they die, they become evil why yeah yeah like, do, you think, why? <laughs> do you think it's location specific so a lot of these are like tribes and villages and stuff so you do you think that that might have to do something with it because they're in like you know the mountains well, and the woods that i think that that has to do with where these types of legends and tales come from but mm -hmm. whenever richard's trying to break it down like more logically i don't think that plays too much into it you know what i mean i think yeah he's just trying to figure out why why would to these kids you know, why yeah why would it happen to this right but I mean, if we say demon, then that's perfectly logical. It is um, taking advantage of the situation. It knows right. that, you know what I mean? It could take advantage of this, this you know, little. Or like it's hiding it. It's, it's concealing what it really is behind um, a story or a myth of like, oh, exactly. it's, it's from a little girl that died a horrible death or a, a child. When really it's just demons taking the form of little kids and uh, okay yeah you're yeah, right and people yeah, believing it right. would probably people believing that would would be what keeps it alive kind of in the right. in this mythology that we're trying to trying to figure out because that's why maybe that's why that they use that story to mask what it really is yeah if it just comes out as a big demon then you're gonna be like praying that stuff away or right. you know trying to get it away then it kind of but takes... if it's masking as a little girl it's like. Yeah. yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. You're you're confused. That, you don't you don't know what's attacking you. And the other thing too, so it it becomes highly intelligent with these superpowers, right? And it conniving, it's tricking you on purpose to come play. If you're a kid or if you're an adult, pretend like you're a hurt child. You're manipulating the person to get close enough for you. And manipulation mm -hmm. is like a personality characteristic that. If you didn't have in life, why would you have it in death? Like, why would why would you all of a sudden become very manipulative, manipulative, evil, just heartless, soulless, cold? It just doesn't seem. I just don't. I don't feel that connection. Like from a sweet child to now, I'm gonna trick people and, <laughs> and kill them. It seems yeah. very much more demonic. But that's what, yeah, and it, or it could be some kind of creature because because that is what it feeds off of True. so because there's other types of monsters out there where they feed off of specific things so that's why they do these things yeah specifically the, the, like human like misery yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's like weird. energy and so the more people think about it and believe in it too it like there's some monsters also where it almost gives it purpose or life that the more you think about it or believe it
Um, so say if you didn't, then it wouldn't exist. But if you do, it's, it's stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, um, I get that. And and <laughs> which is scary, obviously. Trying to like uh, play debate or like the devil's advocate to see the other side of it, like how I can see it explained as a as a soul, as a ghost. Right. Maybe the other side is confusing, and you're just you you become that, and you're angry, and you don't know what's going on. And in the movie. Uh, someone gives the little girl like a teddy bear, like the, the evil, you know, the acre a teddy bear, and then it finally like ascends to like the, you know what I mean, to the next world. But it's like yeah. stuck here because of unfinished business or it's kind of confused. I feel like that's or, how a movie would explain it. Like, It could yeah. be, it could be a spirit. It could be that specific child that died under those circumstances or died from the acre that turns into the acre. And they're encouraged or taught by like demons and demonic things like this is what you need to do to get to the other side or just by tricking them. They're children. So mm-hmm. it's easy yeah. to it's easy to trick kids like, no, this is going to help them. Every time you get them in their shadow, it's going to it's going to help them to do that. So you have to <laughs> like you have to trick them to get to the shadow. But I I feel like there's just there has to be some source of evil behind it. And I don't see it coming from like a person or a child and it's children. I don't see it coming from a child that evil. I think that Mm. evil is, I think the children might be exploited into doing those things from the evilness or the demons or the devil or whatever. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It takes over their body. I I think that too. I'm just trying, I was just trying to work out how a movie would try to explain that. Right. You know, if I did it like a movie, that's how I would do it. I would make the kid a victim twice. So the kid would be a victim by horrible parents untimely death for whatever horrific reason and then also like tricked into like but i don't want to hurt people and then the devil's like (laughs) you're not gonna do it no well not even that like you're not hurting people child you're helping them with your shadow (laughs) what you must feed you will die right and so like the kids manipulated a second you know what i mean it's like two times and then finally at the end there's like a an angel or somebody like that like like you said a teddy bear and then they ascend to heaven they ascend or to you know to wherever they're going but wherever they're going it's heaven they may still go to hell it's (laughs) heaven if you're a little kid i mean see see, yeah you're right that's and another thing we don't know okay so we're assuming in this universe we're speaking about that the other side is real, right? Limbo or the other side is real. We don't know what kind of powers, especially a child, would have on the other side. So we're limiting them to what we can do. So, you know what I mean? Because like to what you were saying about some, an evil spirit would have to teach them what to do. Well, we don't know what their powers are limited to. Kids have tantrums, kids get angry. Kids can do all those things, but they're a child. They're not, they're harmless. So how much power do you have after you die and you're on the other side? You might... You might have a lot of power, but I, I don't think you, you you're you changed entirely. Like, think of a six because it's between it's usually like little kids, right? Like four year old, five year old, six year old, whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not smart enough to come up with that level of manipulation and just have the scheme, the plan in their head. It would have had to have been told to them either supernaturally it gets infused to them like, oh, now I know my purpose is to get people in shadows and die like me. Or <laughs> it's taught to them like this is what and the teaching is either a manipulated way of teaching them where they don't really realize what they're doing or they're teaching them to be evil and like it and like, no, this is bad. This is let your anger out. Let it you know do that. 
But yeah, I don't, yeah. Oh, encouraging it. Yeah. I just don't see how like through, even if they went over to this other dimension that existed as a child and like, so all of a sudden they have these superpowers, their cognitive ability. I just don't see it like jumping that high for no reason other than being taught like how mm. to read people's minds and yeah, how to shift it's a, it's into a demon. like, yeah, uh, it's a demon. It's for sure a demon. Or it's just some scary Not story to keep the kids out of going and playing in the woods. At well, night. but th- and there's too much. Oh, it just gave me chills. Like everything that connects to what's been going on this year is oh. mm. would make sense if you went with an acre explanation. Like if someone's like, I know that's true. It's weird. Like there's there's not a single thing that that saying the acre wouldn't explain. It's upper upper respiratory illness, highly contagious, feeds off of misery. People are like highly depressed, highly upset, highly lonely staying at home. And that's misery. People get their jobs lost and economies are ruining. And it's worldwide. It's not like they're feasting now. We know what's going on in our part of the world, but it's uh, going on all over the world. So that's kind of creepy that. Yeah. There's this myth that very much lines up with COVID and no one in the news is talking about it. <laughs> no. It really, it really is that that whole connection. I mean, the respiratory disease is very specific, like we said. <laughs> so that was yeah, maybe that that's was what we're dealing with thing, here, bros. I think all about this. Well, and then they and they and they'd have to have the self-awareness too that like they couldn't just come to them in a natural form because it would scare them away. And that'd be the opposite of what you wanted because you want them in the shadow. So they're, they're <laughs> so evil. Like it, it's, you're um, presenting yourself as something that's attractive, not in a, not like in a sexual way, attract, but attractive in a way that you're attracting that, that person to you, which is just the most evil thing. Cause so many creatures have long fangs and long fingers and they come at you and it's like that nightmare where you're running and mm-hmm. they're they're smart enough to know like nah we're it's so cold blooded too because it's just such a matter of fact thing like I'm gonna get my shadow on you and you're gonna die from a horrible disease that hopefully spreads to a lot of people too. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really give you that chance to escape. Like Jason with the mask, you see the mask with Jason, you run. It's it's an immediate alarm in your head. I'm out of here. This guy's coming after me. Yeah, you it's see the, the black death. It's just you see, you're dead. Rugaru popping out of the swamp. I'm gone. Forget this dude. Bloody Mary. I don't even want to say it in the mirror. Like I'm not even going to, or if I do, I, I know there's something scary that's going to happen. This is so much more insidious because it doesn't give you the chance to get away because it's not trying to scare you. Well, it's just trying yeah. to kill you. It's trying to get you sick. That brings me to how do we protect ourselves? Because um, there are a few ways to actually keep the acre at bay. So one of the first ways is a holy or blessed charm, just to keep that on you. If you tie a red thread or ribbon around your neck, that, that heard. prevents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and really, like anything red, apparently the color red has for like centuries been like a protection against evil. Right. It's been used really? in different like legends and stuff. Oh. So having anything red tied around you, a red amulet, a charm, uh, would keep the acre at bay. So that would be just something that part of your daily routine. You're like, okay, we know these exist. 
one of the cooler ways uh, in the Chippewa myth, the, the, the Chippewa Indians, they said, if you wrap a red cloth of a medicine woman around the neck of an acre, it will put an end to the acre. Like it, you'll, you'll destroy it. So I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> so, you gotta get close enough. Yeah. To do that, right? But how, I mean, how many of these stories are, are, is there a way to like kill it? You know, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so, it's nice to know that there's a solution to the problem. That's well, what that's what the Chippeways came up came up with. And it seems symbolic, which makes it so much more demonic than it does like a spirit. Because um, mm-hmm. there's not there's wearing red doesn't scare children. Just like the cross so, of the demon, it's just like it's just gonna. Right. Well, sy- symbolic, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> I was comparing. Yeah, yeah, I was agreeing. I was agreeing with you. You were just naming random symbols after I said <laughs> symbolic. Yeah. So, like, for whatever reason, red might be a symbol that a demon wouldn't like. Or maybe, like, a cross. What do you think, Gene? Would a cross be, like, a symbol that would... I think a cross might work. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, yeah. <laughs> Garlic? I don't know. Crocodile. Same thing. It left it open to uh, blessed charm as well. So, something blessed. It doesn't have to be red. But the, the red was very, very much emphasis, like, yeah. emphasis on that. Like That's the most I saw. But yeah, that, that makes it seem even more demonic that there's some symbol or color that keeps it away because why would a kid care if you're wearing a red, you know, thing around your neck? True. Oh, I like, see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, why definitely. would a, Why would a child care about that? Why would a child care if you have something blessed? Only something evil would be scared away by, for whatever reason, a color, a symbol, something being blessed. It seems to take it for me. It, it removes it even more from it's the spirit of a child to it's more evil. Like there, or at least if it's not an actual evil being doing it, it's being manipulated, manipulated by. or driven by an evil, an evilness. Yeah, Hindu had a weird one to to ward it off. They had one way is beating a brass dish vigorously would. <laughs> Apparently, place the potential victim, so yourself, into a trance and a dancing frenzy. And in that trance and frenzy, you would learn what sacrifice would satisfy the acre. I know that's a lot. Like, that was a mouthful. But are y'all following that? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> just beat beat it well no just from a logical from a logical i know it sounds silly but lot to my logic that makes so much more sense because the acre wants something without that like i'm left with this there's nothing you want there's nothing that summons you and there's nothing that's going to stop you you're 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 just a killing machine and we don't know why if we knew why, maybe we could stop it other than wearing like the red. But if yeah. it's something that they want, well, then, hey, that makes me feel a little bit better. I'll bang a metal, a copper pot yeah. or whatever it was. And, and it's it's like a, yeah. it's a ritual. It's like what they right. do, you know, in voodoo or medicine doctors. They have rituals. And that's it sounds funny to read it. But when you think of it as like this ritual, this big right. thing where you kind of get into this elevated trance and you see oh they want a goat or whatever they want 50 goats or that's what will satisfy right. this being this entity then that that yeah. is kind of interesting uh to think about. 
Mm -hmm. And a lot of those sacrificial things, like there's a ton of myths that have sacrifices involved with it. And to me, my opinion, from my point of view, is it was simply a way, uh, it's it's human nature to want to feel like you're in control of your environment. And like you, you have an answer for something. It feels, it doesn't feel good to really contemplate. Like, I don't, like, I don't know if you've ever done like a deep dive into like the universe on discovery channel where like, it talks about like how big it is. And there's this weird feeling you get in you're like, I'm so small. I don't, and it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I think that that might be a way for in a time where someone can't explain an illness or a disease that spreads, it's kind of a way that like, this is why, because maybe they don't know about germs or bacteria sure. or viruses that spread. Um, but this, since I don't know, and I don't like that feeling, um, I don't know if they like purposely lie or if they just believe it so much. Well, or, yeah, I mean, or, or they could just get really drunk or whatever. And like, so we, do, we do that now. We do that now for a lot of stuff, kind yeah. of, but it, especially in times of where you wouldn't know what an illness is caused from, I could very much see that being a sense almost, and it seems weird to say to call it a sense of comfort, but sometimes thinking you know something, even though you're wrong, is more comforting than just telling yourself, like, I genuinely don't know. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't know what yeah. it is. And so even if it's in the form of this horrible acre and you got to do this pot thing and whatever, okay, like maybe there's a few people that really know it doesn't work, but they're like, Hey, if it makes everybody calm down and like, it's, it's worth, it's, it's for the betterment of everybody not to freak out. And then if we do have one, we have a disease that comes through, nothing we could do about it anyway, because we generally don't know what's causing it. But we could always come up with like a different sacrifice next year or something. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. And it sounds oversimplified, yeah. but that's that just logically, I see it so clear. Like to me, it seems so obviously a way of being able to explain something that you can't otherwise explain. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, we have like scientists and science now. Do you think they would listen to the shamans back then? Or they? Well, or I mean, I think like, that that's where I was going with it. I was going to say you know, Native Americans have done that, like, for the rain, for crops, for unexplainable mm-hmm. diseases, like you said, they were try to cut you and say, that's going to release your evil spirits if you right. drain half of your blood, um, praying for f- the fish, you know, to be plentiful this season. Um, yeah. And and there are lots, surprisingly, still lots of those people who believe and still do that. As silly as we think it is, they, they believe that. And uh, I think we've even... You may have seen uh, Stephen Ranella whenever he was down there with uh, what people was he with? He was down in like the Amazon and he was saying it would just shoot him out of reality a little bit because he'd be chatting up with his guide. And all of a sudden the guy would start talking about shamans and how there's right. a, there's a jaguar that's, you know, evil. You know, there's so many things that he's like, whoa, I, I forget that they still believe this. And he, Right. Obviously, respectfully, you know, addressed it, but uh, that's so that's so interesting to us, and we're so far removed from that. But and that's how it was. <clears throat> that's how it was for a lot of things. And we're not that far removed from it, to be honest with you. It's still very much human nature. To mm-hmm. yeah, how many times have you, um, like, with 
at a store or either like you called like a help desk. And instead of the person being like, I don't know, let me try to find someone that can tell you. They're like, oh, no, we don't have that. No, that, yeah. that, that, we don't have. And you know, <laughs> they naturally, don't know. yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. they don't know. I'm like, I guarantee you don't like I, it's online. I see it. It's at your store. Can you please oh, just say me? No, it's, it, it's not here. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> like, and, and you know that they're just being stubborn. They're just That's being laziness. Like, well, it's not laziness, but it's just this inability to accept something unknown. And it's so much more common than you think. It's it it applies to a lot of our daily life. There's uh, I think I told you the Hawaiian one. Did I t- I've, I've told you all guys like the Hawaii thing, right? Uh, no, I don't know. Perfect. If you did, then I remember. Perfect. Let's do it like this. Between Gene and Omar, you guys are gonna be in a contest to see who wins. I want you. Do first of all, does anyone just oddly know exactly how many islands make up Hawaii? I know. No. Perfect. What? What'd you say, Gene? I said I know I'm gonna win. Okay, it's good thinking. So all you have to do is get the range correct. So Gene, let's start with the range. What is your guess for the range of how many islands there are in Hawaii? I'm gonna go with seven or five. Okay, do you know what range means? Range is Wait, two ra- range is whatever you make it. Oh, you- oh, oh, I, okay. I got you. I thought we we're going with the exact number. So whoever gets the closest on their range is going to be right. So Gene, go ahead. What's, what do you think the range is from lowest to highest for the islands that make up Hawaii? One to 10. Cool. Omar? Just judging by the way you're asking, it makes me want to really <laughs> go really high, but that's only because I'm seeing you so you're seeing the point you're seeing the point of the exercise right exactly but if if, okay. if you would have just casually asked me this i would sincerely what would you have, have said, naturally said? uh like four to eight and the way you're looking at me i want to say like it's 20 to 40 <laughs> but but no, i get what you're well, more exercise. than that. i get the exercise. so and and the exercise it's even more it even benefits you even more to somewhat be reasonable because it's a competition between the two of you, but typically the exercise only goes with one person. So Gene, you said between one and 10, right? Yeah. And is it correct that I told you, you could Uh. say your own range and that if the range was correct, you would get that correct, right? Yes. Why didn't you say between zero and 50 billion? Uh, I should have, but I I assumed that there was going to be at least one island. No. And I didn't think there might be more than 10. Why? Why would you think that? I don't know. That was just my opinion. I mean, that was just my guess. Does it feel better to kind of feel like you somewhat know how many islands are in Hawaii instead of going, I completely don't know how many. So between one and 50 billion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sticking to assumptions. Yeah, for sure. Well, assumptions or comfort. It's uncomfortable to feel like you don't know something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. I did do that out of comfort, but I still just assumed. And everyone does that. Everyone does that. It's it's called the Hawaiian oh, okay. experiment. <clears throat> yeah, you don't have that, to. You don't have I to. I took that totally line. different. I, yeah, no. I thought you your experiment was going more on like it's a lot, and most people think it's a little bit. That's why I was like saying, no. oh, I think no. it's just a bigger, yeah, bigger I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Well, I like it's, it. It's definitely a, a pro, for me. If I'm being dead honest, I say a closer range because for a prideful like ego reason, I want to be like 
in the same range if I'm right, yes. then I, it is a personal feel good thing feels for me. Good. And yes. I want to be like, oh, because I'm close right. and I'm right. So that, that's right. why I come to that. Yes. I don't right. go the obvious Even logical. Though, well, right. And most people don't. Almost mm-hmm. everyone, like almost everyone goes like, mm, let's say between like 50 and 300. And I just asked you if you knew and you said you had no idea. Why would you limit your range? Because it makes you comfortable. It, it's a comfort to be like, well, I don't know, but I think I know. Like it, it's just naturally more comforting. Well, it's just a guess. Yeah, it's a guess. Well, it, it's a guess, but it tells a lot about your guess, right? Because you went between one and 10 and you said you didn't know. If your range was between yeah. zero and 10 billion, you'd be right because the answer lies between zero and 10 billion. But what is the answer though? Like just out of curiosity. I have no idea. That's not the point. I have no idea okay. how many how islands. How many islands are there? The point is like when you get in a situation where you totally don't know, you will, it's just human nature to revert to having, like you feel like you somewhat know. Instead of just accepting, like, I totally don't know. You want to range? Uh, zero to 9,000 billion. Yeah, you're right. It is between zero and 9,000 billion. But no one does that because everyone mm. hates that feeling of, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's it's almost like I have to have an answer. I have to have somewhat of, like, a, a range. Yeah. Yeah. Same so- thing with zippers. Zippers was a great like thing. Everyone thinks they knows how zippers work until they give people the they do a study like they put like everything you can make a zipper out of in front of you and people can't make it or uh, drawing a bicycle. So they did this experiment where like everyone knows how a bicycle works, right? So they would draw a bicycle and then they had this professional welder make a bicycle and nine out of 10 bicycles wouldn't work the way they drew it the way they designed it, it wouldn't work. And, but it's just it's just this sense of like, of course, I know how a zipper works. Of course, I know how a bicycle works. But do you really like if you had to make your own bicycle with no Google, no YouTube, you probably wouldn't. You probably get it wrong a lot. But you have this false sense of like, I understand it. I know it. So do you want to know the answer? Yeah. How many? Islands? <laughs> it's 5,000 something. It's 5,000 something. There's eight major islands, but the total islands is 137. Yeah. 137. So I'll give it. That's what I said. Oh, okay, so major <laughs> islands. Okay, there's eight major islands, but total islands, according to Wikipedia, right. is 137. Right. So I don't feel bad about my answer now. Right? Same. I feel a lot better. <laughs> right. The point of the exercise, boys. Dude, you were wrong, and we were right, Richard. Just get over <laughs> yeah, it, dude. It all ties back to having an answer for like a disease that wipes out a village. It doesn't have to be a great answer because sometimes. Like with the the range of Hawaii, you felt better, even though you didn't know, you felt better saying between like uh, 20 and 50. You felt better because you feel like I, I somewhat have a grasp on how many there are. When in reality, it could be, I could tell you it was 50,000 islands and you'd be like, oh, really? You don't know. You would have no idea. But yeah, because we're not scientists. That's also. why it, in, in most of those like... <laughs> <laughs> that's why... In most cultures and societies, they would try to, to get out of their body, whether it's smoking something or right. dreaming. Someone would someone came to them and said, I had a dream that this is what we do. And to honestly, to like hit a drum and dance vigorously, you are going to dizzy yourself up and pretend that you see something. Sure. So you're yeah. absolutely right. And sacrifice, that's, that's as old as time. Right. So 
anything the sky god the you know the sun moon god whatever that's a christian god too old something. testament had a had old old testament bible had sacrifices yeah so, so as, as old yeah. as anything they've always sacrificed to the higher being right and um it does it's not hard to believe that that one actually makes sense like you said and that's pretty interesting and that's honestly part like the movie style that we said about her dancing and coming down the hill. Right. That's actually reminds me of that kind of, it's cool. Like it, it right. sounds visually appealing to yeah. see that. So, um, yeah, man, that's pretty crazy. The acre. The acre. She's coming for you. Either by yeah. drum, like a very obvious way that you would, <laughs> that seems like <laughs> the total opposite way of like, it's, it's how I view possessions. And I think I've told you this before, like, but if there is a devil, um, which sure, let's say there's a devil, right? And he has these demons, that would be the worst idea in the world to possess people and like admit you're a demon. Cause then people, the, what's the first thing you want to do when you, if you had somebody in your family that you truly believe was possessed, what are you going to do? Um, you're going to seek, yeah, you're gonna seek yeah. God. You're going <laughs> to yeah. seek God. Oh yeah, or or someone that can help, like right. Call a priest. Yeah. God, I mean, if you think it's a demon and you're a Christian and you're like my my, whatever, my uncle, my nephew, my sister, my brother, it's a demon. They're speaking in different octaves, and it's like my name is whatever. You're gonna seek Christianity. You're gonna seek God to help that. So how does yeah. that help? How does that help the, if the objective of the devil or the demon? is to pretty much the like the greatest lie ever told was that uh the devil didn't exist that was his greatest lie that's that's his most useful lie is tricking people into believe that he doesn't exist that's the opposite of what like a possession would be it would be proving that you exist and why would you want to do because if i knew for sure like if i for sure knew somebody and i was like i know for a fact they were possessed um i wouldn't be skeptical at all with Christianity or having, I would just be like, I don't know, but that there's, there's something opposite. I want to be a part of the opposite of that because I've seen it. I've seen the the possession or the demon or the whatever. And mm -hmm. so like the banging of the drums to me is like the same thing as like possessing someone. It's like, I'm here. <laughs> like you're banging a drum. Yeah. I'm coming down the hill. I, to I have you. to, I'd have to sit with that. I, that doesn't, to, for myself, that doesn't feel right. I feel like they right. want to cause the fear, the panic, and that's kind of what gives sure. them a little bit more yeah. power. So I I don't know. And I think that people doing stupid things like Ouija board or whatever, I don't want to get right. into that. Whatever people right, right. think conjures something bad up, I think that gives them a free ticket to just come over here and raise, you know, raise hell and do whatever they want to do. It sounds like they just go crazy whenever they can breach our world right. if you believe that um so i don't know man I, I if they're as evil and it's raw and pure as it says then i think that they want to just cause because because then if that's the case why do any why would the devil do any destruction war and murder right. and all this stuff why not just make this life perfect because i'm going to get you later or I, I don't know it just feels it or feels like nah he wants to come over here and cause damage or, or it's the sacrifice of the micro level effect of the immediate family and people who've like seen it seeking God. But um, I'll tell you right now, like there's not a possession 
that has been announced or even acknowledged by the Catholic, which they hardly ever do anymore. Really? No, no, there are. What I'm saying is even the ones that have been officially designated as a true possession from the Catholic church, which they Mm -hmm. very much have gotten out of that. Mm -hmm. Even those were explained by like science and like mental disorder. So it's not like it made a mass hysteria of like the devil's real. And now all of the world Mm. worship God. You know what I mean? It it, probably on a micro level with that family that probably made them a lot more religious. But overall, I mean, I guess if the devil's not getting that much negative press about it, like if people are fighting to say it's not the devil, then his plan is still working, kind of, because he got to torture. He got to, mm-hmm. and maybe not him specifically, I don't, but his. I don't believe that someone experiences that stuff and becomes religious. I don't. I think that why would witches exist? Why would people do black magic? That doesn't. That it makes people intrigued. I think it makes people more spiritual, but I don't think that pushes people to God. I with the possession, I, I, yeah. If they maybe thought it was a demonic position, I think it yeah, would. maybe not the I mean, person if they don't okay, live through so it. But we we've, we've all heard people playing with that kind of stuff, saying right. saying crazy stuff, or playing with a Ouija board, and something crazy happened. I right. don't see all those people running off to be religious. I mean, I don't think well, that's the, the the logical. But how many of them step. had a true experience, or or like one person was moving the the little triangle with the glass, like. How many mm-hmm. of them really had that versus someone who genuinely felt like they their loved one or themselves went through like a possession, like a yeah. multiple day or weeks possession? Mm-hmm. I think typically I guess, what happens. Yeah, that, that's a bigger. Right. Yeah. Do you think by default they would go to a God just because that's what it just seems like the thing to do? Like, well, I need I don't know to say, if by hey, there's default. this random monster. I don't know if by default, because you would have to have the theology in place. You you, mm-hmm. you wouldn't just make it up out of nowhere. Um, I mean, present day, like present day, like if something were to happen to me, I would think, oh, shit, uh, there's some kind of or there's something here. What could help me? <laughs> you know, like what's going to save me? You I know, think say there's the, this demon or there's this random thing to, you know? to play like, you know, both sides what Richard's saying is logical because I think that that's what you would automatically assume. Right. Yeah. That someone experienced something crazy that's supernatural. Then you're mm-hmm. like, okay, from this moment on, I know there's something else. But yeah. humans are so we're so lazy and prideful, and we just forget, and we're not. Uh, we take everything for granted, even supernatural experiences. Like, that's true. I, I, I always say I don't want to talk about it until we. until I want to talk about it, but I've had crazy things happen when I was younger that I saw that (laughs) real as day from that point on, I wasn't the most religious person forever because I knew and I saw it with my eyes. I did. And I became a teenager and I just didn't care. And I just did whatever I wanted. And that was that I did not care about religion until later in life. So yeah, I dismiss things too. Well, the whole like wanting to feel like you the theory that it's better to it's better to think you know and trick yourself into knowing than it is to feel like you don't know like if that's the theory of like our brain being self-defensive that works that doesn't that is not exclusive to religion and explaining religion because it's also with science too there's a lot of things that are huge leaps science-wise 
that were like, yeah, we that's what happened. And then it, look, just look at the past. How many things have been like, oh, we were totally yeah. wrong about that. Well, this is what, actually. And at the time, and that <laughs> came from science. That came from yeah. like, this is how it is. And I, I think it's susceptible to both. I think um, it's, it's science is not this like untouchable. It's right because it's science. They have the yeah, same. Exactly. They have that same human flaw yeah. as anybody else would have. Like, oh, this must be what it is, and this explains it. And I feel good that I can understand it and I can explain it. until something else comes along that shows that it's wrong or mm, takes away the theory. So yeah. it's not just like it's not it's not just as silly as like the acre being created um, and like oh how silly they didn't know what illness was and they were killing it and that was so long ago we do that today like we believe there's certain scientific beliefs that we simply can't true we can't prove mm-hmm. yeah like we can't prove it all it's it's all based on theory and of course there's some like elements of proof or whatever like the big bang the universe from what we can tell is expanding but that's a theory that it is expanding because it came from one central thing that came out but it's still a theory we don't know that for sure like we don't and also that doesn't disprove god if that you know what i mean like it's yeah Yeah. but people like it's 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 on both sides and i see it so clearly on both sides you have you could have the obvious thing that God gives you an explanation for a lot of things that you just don't have an explanation for. You could say mm-hmm. that like cynically, but it's naive to think that science doesn't do the same thing. That science yeah. doesn't have these mm-hmm. answers that are like, not really. You can't it's, I can somewhat see your logic of how you came to the theory, but I mean, we haven't been to the moon in like 40, <laughs> like yeah. you're, you're mm-hmm. telling me all these, like, and there's so many times you've been wrong. Like we didn't discover germs. It wasn't like in the 1500s or 1600s. We didn't discover germs until like what the 1800s or something. Like it's not yeah. that recent that the scientific theory has been been followed. And it's probably going to be one of those things in like two or 300 years. We're going to look back at the science we have today and look back at it like, hmm, <laughs> feeble attempt to try to understand the complexities of our universe. Like, how silly. Yeah. Of course, of course, big time. So uh, to me, it's not a, I don't, I don't think of it as a dumb thing or I, I just think of it as a very human nature thing. And it's interesting why we have that. Why do we have, why does Gene say one to 10 on how many Hawaiian islands? Why does his brain, and, and by Gene, I mean every human. Why yeah. do humans have that? Why do we have that? Why do we have that defensive mechanism of, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I don't know something. I want to act like Mm -hmm. I know, like I, I, or not act, and you're not thinking that literal, but, and it's almost subconscious. Like your, your brain protects you from feeling totally helpless. Cause let's be honest, most people in this earth, if there was like an atomic plague or whatever, wiped out all technology. Let's just focus on you, for example, me, Gene, Omar. And all technology was gone because of whatever reason. How long Solar would it flare. T- sure. Sorry. Well, okay. But, and, but let's say all the people that know how to do that too. Like, let's say me, Gene, and Omar, we're the last people on earth. Okay. How long would it take us to make a cell phone? A cell phone? Wait, it's just one. us three? We, yeah. We would never have one. We never. We would it. never make it. 
That'd be yeah. cool. I'll try. We I'll live in a society work. where people have thought of that and coming up, but like when it comes down to most of us, I, dude, even making a car, are we going to make a car? Let's yeah, make rubber. Yeah. How do we make rubber? Mm-hmm. What's a piston? How does it work? <laughs> There's so many things you don't know that your brain just blocks you from because it's available, it's there, and there's no point in thinking about like, oh my God, if it all went away, I would literally be, because we laugh at like cavemen, like, ah, oh, they hunted with spears. That's what we would mm. be. If the, yeah. if the world ended and it was just us three, we would literally become, that's the only thing we'd be, we couldn't, okay, let's make a gun. How? <laughs> yeah. To hunt with? Oh yeah, How? we definitely have to make weapons. No, 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 no. I'm saying let's See, make a- Well, going back we, to what you're, Oh, sorry. We would be we would be just as smart as like early <clears throat> humans. Wait, just as smart? Yeah, I don't know about that. We would... Okay, well, what I I'm saying we, is, I think we could be more resourceful. You think so? Well, yeah. We, well, we have more if it's just on like. Well, okay, yeah, but we just, would know what to do with things. I get, and that's what I know. That makes you feel good to say that. But think about in reality, like what could you really make? Yeah. That's, that's a lot of things. Okay, like what? So so guns wouldn't exist anymore? No, no, no. I'm saying if now, right now, the world got wiped out, and for whatever reason, us three were the only humans left on Earth. Okay, there's still guns. Let's say for argument's sake, there's no guns. It's a theological well, exercise. Well, I, well, I think that that, okay, I, I'm not trying, if, it, if I'm wrong, then please steer us back here. But that kind of got a little bit in the weeds. What, what your original question was, why does Gene or people have that need to have an answer? And I was thinking, like what I originally said is ego. And we, we're problem solvers by nature, like right. legitimately, that is who we are. You know what I mean? Every right. single thing we're trying to solve. So it feels like we have to solve it. We have to solve it. Now right. you're getting into like more complicated. Yes, we don't, we're not going to have any engineers on hand to engineer right. cell phones again. And so no, I, was just I, I, I don't know how to rationalize the, that, but point we have a need to, to, to solve problems. And that's just inherent. It's what kept us alive and the yeah, top of the food still chain. Survive. No, the point I was trying to make is like, we take for granted how much we underestimate how much we don't know. And I don't just mean me, Omar and Gene. I mean, like most of the population Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with the technology that allows us to live the lives we live. It's really like a few people that discovered it and made it and then companies that built it. Uh, But like, let's see all of Kingsville even was like, uh, or like a town the size of 25,000. If they were the, all of a sudden, every technology was wiped out, every other human was wiped out, we'd be basically back to caveman status. We would be so, making spears and we're like, if yeah. we wouldn't, we wouldn't know how to make a gun from scratch. Yeah, I mean, that-, that We have to hunt and like, fish for food. We, okay, so we don't make water. If water was taken away, we wouldn't know how to do it, but that's, you're, you're saying things that we don't do because it's out of sight, out of mind. No, we, so, yeah. yeah. We, we wouldn't right, be able to depend I don't, I don't, on I plumbing. I don't understand. I don't understand the point. I, I get what you're saying. It, it's, it's we're so used to the conveniences that we have right now with electricity, running water. We can just go to the market to go get food. If all of that was wiped out, then we'd have to live on the mm-hmm. live off the land. So we'd have to start... People would die off, but you'd have to start moving closer to a water source or else you'd have to travel to go get your water. You'd mm-hmm. eventually have to hunt for food. 
um, people would probably go crazy, I would assume. So there, there would be that danger of violence. So just going to get water or going to try and provide for your family or anything would be a threat. Eventually, the ammunition would probably run out. Overall, um, what I'm saying is we're not that far removed from early man. Like, I, and we like to think that we are. We like to think that we're just yeah. so evolved, so much different. But when you really think about it, like how much knowledge do you have of the technology that makes you feel not caveman, like you're not living in the wild? How much do you really know about that? You yourself, without someone else doing that. And your brain protects you from that because, well, and just logically, it's not something you would think of because if it went away, but it goes into the same principle as like when people, they did the test and they were like, everyone knows how a zipper works. Yes, of course. Okay. Here's the two parts. Here's the thing, like make the zipper work. And then they couldn't, they couldn't do it. Everyone knows how a bicycle works. Of course. I know exactly how a bicycle works. No problem. Mm -hmm. Draw it. And we have this guy right here. He's going to make exactly what you draw and then it would not work. Like the, the chain would be in the wrong area. It'd be generally looking like a bicycle, but the mechanics of it work. And the point of it was to just be so simple as like a lot of people fool themselves or a lot of people don't have that at least awareness to know how much they don't know. And it seems to be a built in defensive mechanism that we have. And I'm very curious why we have that. Like, why, why do we have that? And I guess it's survivalism. If if that's what you if if you're looking at it from more of an evolution standpoint, it's more survive because that's not a that's not gonna help you. Like you said, we're problem solvers. So even from early like even if we went back to being early man, like if every technology was wiped out and I had to be like, Oh, I don't know, I can't make a gun, so I'm gonna try to sharpen a stick and kill a pog somewhere, I guess. Um, that's problem solving. That's me coming up with a problem. And through uh, well, so like Let's talk about villages. Let's talk about leaders because to be a leader, to to have a group of people, to have a family, you need to be a leader. Right. You need to control their emotions, the stress, the anxiety. Right. You need to be able to comfort people and having an answer for them saying, right. listen, I'm going to do this dance. We're gonna, the rains are going to come this season. We're going to be okay. I'm going right. to do this crazy thing. And that means the, you know, the evil Jaguar is going to not come by this season and take our chickens. Right. So it's also part of being a, a leader is being a manipulator sure. in, a, in a positive way, kind of. Right. So a good leader. To so yeah. that, that's, that's inherently built into us. We wouldn't yes. have been a civilized people had we not had that inherently built into our you know, DNA. Totally. And I, I'm just saying like we're not that far removed from those tribes or villages. I think that still happens today, but, and a lot of people say it like, just look at religion. And that's, I don't want anyone to think that that's what I'm alluding to, because I'm also alluding to our scientific beliefs that we have mm -hmm. also too. Um, yeah. We are not that much different from a tribe that came up with whatever ritual for the Jaguars, not to eat the chickens. We're not that much different because there's yeah. leaders today that tell us what it I mean, is totally, and what to believe. Totally, and totally. we're like, okay, as long as you know, and you're handling it, we got NASA. I'm cool. I feel safe. No, I don't, yeah, okay. So right. when you put it like that, now I start understanding what you're trying to say. Cause we do have other people with the answers that we don't need to have. And if everything right. went away, we wouldn't know how to do it, but we're so like reliant on those right. things that we just don't know, but we we're like, we don't have to know. So yeah, yeah, no, we, that, we still have that, that in totally our, makes sense. yeah, our civilization still heavily relies upon that. 
-hmm. just like a, a village would back in the day if there was some leader that was like nah i'm gonna do this dance and this jaguar like you said the jaguar is not gonna eat the chicken so it, yeah. it's just to me it's it's just but also the fact that a lot of people don't think they're like that a lot of people are like no i'm not that i'm not like a like back in the old times with villages and shamans like no you're you're a lot like that because your mm -hmm. personal knowledge is almost nothing more than likely as far as the technology used and things like that, like from a base mm. level, you wouldn't be able to recreate it. Um, but you feel like you do. And you probably feel like you know, like you would know it. Like if you put yourself in this situation, most people like Gene would be like, yeah, I'd be able to, we, we just have so much more knowledge. And it's not really knowledge that you have. It's the comfort of people who have the knowledge that are saying like, hey, we, we know what we're doing. Here's, here you go. We do yeah. have more access to the knowledge, though, so we do have a better chance of at least some people knowing it. Could be. But let's just say it was just you. Just well, me. you know, the differences would be, and, and I'm just saying, like, if you're trying to nitpick uh, Gene, then you, of course we know. Oh, I'm, just, I'm just playing devil's. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it would, of we course, would we know, know it's more about, we know more about what we can eat. We know more how, about how to build a right. better structure than people used to be able to make. We know more about what the sun does to our skin. It can give us cancer. So we know things like mm -hmm. that, and we would be better off technically, but still in a bad shape. Like still, uh, yeah, super bad shape. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, and that's what I was getting at before. Like it's going to be a lot harder, and there's definitely going to be a lot of people that can't uh, make it or just don't know what to do because there's still people who just don't, who don't even know that. To be honest. Yeah. True. You know, us fortunately, like we do know some. We know some of these things, so it doesn't seem like it. But you're right. There's a lot of people who don't know that they don't even think about it. they're like what wait what are you talking about what am i have to do yeah and, and it's you got to be really self-reflectively because then like and not not i'm saying you don't know because omar you might know because you actually did um like woodwork and stuff like that but to say like yeah we have knowledge of like structures what knowledge of structures do you have like what not you specifically Omar, but i'm saying like mm. the general person they would know like well there's log cabins but there's right. a there's a lot that you have to know and how to chip that wood mm -hmm. and what Support. tool you'd have to use to chip that wood and then put it in and then where you even get those and i think a lot of people would just be having a lot of shitty twig houses i don't think there would be all these nice like log houses if all of a sudden all technology got taken away and everyone mm -hmm. who didn't already have that knowledge so they know it's possible they just don't know how to do it I know it's possible. Yeah. I know what I need to do to get my cell phone to work. I know I need a satellite and I know a signal needs to go to the satellite that goes around the world. And then I can call somebody with that same device that I know that's what needs to happen. But if you, if you left, if you started me at zero, I would never in my lifetime, I would never get a rocket into orbit. Yeah. You know, what I, I love how we, I love how we totally got into this dystopian area. <laughs> I just don't think I just don't think we're that different, and it feels good to feel like we are different, and that to me is part of the. I don't think we're yeah. I don't think we're that different either. I mean, the, I've had the similar thoughts of what you're saying. Not, maybe not us being the last three people, but right. Whenever someone says uh, how bad things would get if the electricity went away, and that was it right. for whatever reason, a solar thing uh, so dude, that that is a huge threat right now I mean, exactly. I'll, get, I'll let you finish but i can get that in a little bit but that's a oh for threat. sure no I'm, I'm sure you know more about it but i'm just saying i've had that thought like wow well that that you know transportation communication food traveling to our cities we're gonna be totally 
So right. I've had the exact same thought you're, you're saying, and it is a freaky thought. Uh, the only thing that we have different is community, whether people get scared and fight or people right. come together. I'm sure a lot of people would come together. Uh, in, in my mind, I think, I think so. So that's the difference from that scenario. But I knew all I needed to know about humanity whenever toilet paper ran out with the beginning of COVID. 